0: You're listening to The Sick Mom's Guide Podcast, Episode 19.
1: Welcome to The Sick Mom's Guide Podcast. If my mom can do it, you can too.
0: I'm Jen Hardy. I'm the mom of seven children. At the date of this recording, their ages range from 6 to 28. I'm married to the man of my dreams, and I have multiple eclectic chronic diseases. Throughout this parenting journey, I've come up with systems and ways to handle juggling it all while staying positive and moving forward, even when my body's pushing back. I've created this podcast because I believe that if we start opening up, stop being ashamed, and ditch the guilt, then as a community, we will make each other stronger. Thanks for joining me. My guest today is Brie Pruitt from hippydippymom.com. Don't you just love that name? I love it, hippydippymom.com. You just have to love somebody who designs their business around that. But Bree became a registered nurse in 2009 and she's a health coach. And it wasn't until after she got pregnant that she started looking into her cleaning products and noticing that a lot of them are harmful. And so the reason that Bree's here today is because she can tell us how to reduce or eliminate a lot of our symptoms just by changing some of the products we use. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have symptoms of one sort or another. So I thought, what better person to come on who can explain to us how to do this without going to see somebody, without having to take a medicine that's going to give you more side effects. It's just a simple matter of replacing things as we go through them. So without further ado, here she is. Hi, Brie. I'm so excited to have you with me today.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: I was so happy when I found you, um, I think, on Facebook. You had written something on Facebook, and I started digging into your website, and I was fascinated. So can you start by just telling a little bit about you, and then we'll get into all the great things you do?
1: Yeah. um, So again, my name is Bree, and I am a wife and a mom. I have a six-year-old daughter. Um, I've been a registered nurse for almost 10 years. And then um, just about two years ago, I became a certified integrative nutrition health coach. Um, and how I wanted to become a health coach is that I, for really as long as I can remember, suffered with you know my ho- own health issues, um, which I feel like are really common health issues like brain fog, and fatigue, and depression, anxiety, um, migraines. I had a hard time getting pregnant with my daughter. It took us a little while. Um, And so, like many moms, while I was pregnant, you know, I started to really become aware of my body and the things, you know, around me and going into my body. And um, so, I just, it kind of started with my cleaning products, became aware of how strong they were and how they made me lightheaded and i just thought that can't be good and so i just started doing research and what i found out was that we're just surrounded by chemicals um you know chemicals are in our food and in our skincare products and our cleaning products and our cookware and um which brought up a lot of emotions especially when i was pregnant i mean i was shocked i was mad um, sad. And then I just thought I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is probably, um, linked to everything I described, the brain fog, fatigue, headaches, on and on. So I just kept doing research. And as I was going, I was eliminating a lot of things, um, from my home and from my life in general. Um, I tossed every cleaning product I had at the time, I've totally transformed how we eat. Um, You know, I use completely different skincare products. I make a lot of our skincare products, which is really fun. Um, Just my life as it is today is totally different than it used to be. And um, my husband as well was put on high cholesterol medication by his late 20s um, and was just told it's genetic. There's nothing you can do about it you're just going to have to take this pill for the rest of your life. And we thought that's ridiculous. You know, he's not even 30 yet. Right. So that um, led him to doing a lot of research. Um, so now uh, we're both, you know, in our late thirties and he's off that medication um, with quote unquote, quote unquote, normal cholesterol levels. And, you know, we've never felt happier, or healthier than we do now. So, that is what led me to become a health coach um, and has just become my passion. You know, I help other people eliminate as many toxins as possible, too, so that they can experience the same um, amazing feelings that
0: I am. <laughs> That's great. So, so, you don't have the brain fog and the fatigue anymore, or is that gone?
1: Yeah, it's gone
0: that is so amazing. Okay. So for somebody listening to this, they think, okay, now I'm already feeling really junky. Right. And my family, you know, my parents and my grandparents, they all used all that stuff. And I just don't have the time, right. To do all those things. So what, what, how, how could you baby step through going, you know, to, to get to the point where you're at right now for somebody who's just like, you know, like doing anything is so hard. The thought of making changes is really hard. So what would would be the simplest way?
1: Yeah. Um, making change can be definitely be scary. I have a hard time with change too. The thing is you're already doing these things. You're already buying the food. You're already cooking the food. You're already buying your lotion and your makeup. It's just simply Buying a different kind of food and buying a different kind of makeup and a different kind of lotion and baby steps are absolutely necessary. You cannot change all the things all at once because it will be so overwhelming. So, um, what I always recommend is start with what you feel would be easiest and least overwhelming. So, for me, like I said, it was cleaning products. I threw out all my cleaning products and then just All I had to do was buy, um, non-toxic cleaning products. Um, you know, that's where I started. So if it's like, you know, lotion, then just go buy a lotion that doesn't have toxins in it. Um, and each baby step will make a humongous difference in, in your lifestyle.
0: Okay. So let's say somebody said, okay, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to start with my cleaning products. How do they know? If the things that they're, you know, because there are some things I know I've heard like that that natural doesn't mean anything. So if something's marked natural, it doesn't mean whatever. So how does somebody know that it's actually a good thing to buy?
1: My favorite website to check for, not just cleaning products, but you can check for personal care products and food as well, is ewg.org, they're the environmental working group. And they have just done so much research on. I mean, thousands and thousands of products, and they give each product a score. Um, I've mainly just seen number scores. So if it rates a one, then it's a great, great product, non-toxic. If it's a higher number, um, then it's toxic. And they even break it down if it's just like a possible allergen or if it's a carcinogen. Um So, you know, use that for your cleaning products for everything for, and they have an app too. So you can just get that on your phone. Yeah. On the app, you can actually just scan products like while you're at the store.
0: That is Uh, okay. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes because that right there, like for me, you know, we're trying to make changes Mm -hmm. and I'm so overwhelmed just with like literally breathing and getting through my day. Right. (laughs) And so, but knowing I could have an app and just scan something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Make it easy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Super. Well, that baby step with that Mm -hmm. tool, especially, thank you so much. Okay. That's simple, and then you said, um, your, um, health products. So you don't just like go to the store and buy whatever makeup is on sale.
1: Um. (laughs) Not anymore. I used to, um, but no, what
0: what kind of things are in makeup? That's bad. Uh,
1: So (laughs) many things. It's really, It's really scary. I mean, there can be thousands of chemicals just in makeup alone. Um, There are things like parabens and phthalates. Fragrance is one of the worst, worst things because just for a manufacturer to produce a fragrance and... Keep in mind that they have to produce this fragrance that's gonna last because who knows how long the product is gonna be sitting on the shelf and then sitting in your home, um, you know, before you use it. And they have to make the fragrance consistent between all their products. So that one fragrance or that one word fragrance um, can indicate that there are hundreds of chemicals. So those are three Mm -hmm. top words that I always recommend to stay away from. When you're searching for any type of personal care product or parabens, phthalates, and fragrance, if you see those on there, just don't even, don't even use them. Don't buy them.
0: Okay. So what if somebody is like, okay, but I want to smell good, right? Or I want my house to smell good. What are some good, clean ways of, of having good scents?
1: My favorite is essential oils. (laughs) And, and the thing too, this is a, I mean, this could be a whole nother show, but, um, you know, essential oil companies can also actually use synthetic fragrance. So you really have to look into those those items as well.
0: Okay, that is good to know. And would, would we be able to find those on the website that you were talking about earlier? Do they have essential oils? Do you know? Um,
1: some of them I've noticed, like the company that I use isn't on there. Um, okay. It's best to go to the company's website. And what you want to look for is um, third-party testing. Okay. And they test for things like fragrance and pesticides and stuff like that. So okay. that's how you how you know you're using a clean essential oil.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, and I have to say before we go on, I just have to say your website cuz we didn't say the name of it. It's Hippy Dippy Mom, right? And I'll have a link for that in the show notes too. And um, we can talk about how you started that. Cause I thought that was really interesting, but I just have to put in a plug for your website right now because we are, I have seven kids and um, I've always, always tried to be healthy. Like with my oldest one, we did, you know, like the cloth diapers and nursing and all that mm. stuff. And everyone thought we were crazy. That was 28 years ago. You know, and they're like, what kind of hippie dippy person are you? You know, like, so I heard the same thing. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you're so weird and whatever. And so we've always tried to be healthy. Um, but then when I got really sick four years ago, you know, we we started having like more instant things and quick things and whatever. Um, and we have a lot of food sensitivities. So a lot of that's gone now. But we do do the cereals and all that stuff in the morning. And you had an article about that. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize what I was doing to my kids in the morning, which led to, and then I kept scrolling down and there was an article of yours about sugar. And quick aside here also. um, I love that she doesn't just write her opinions on her website. She will back it up with facts and she'll tell you where you can go to find, you know, research and stuff, which is brilliant because I don't want to just know somebody's opinion. I want to know what it's things are supposed to be. So there was a thing in there about sugar. And I was like, oh, I don't even want to read that because right now (laughs) I'm just craving the sugar. But I went there and I read it and it was talking about the sugars. And it's funny because in my house, I'm always saying, you can't have that. You've had too much sugar. You can't have that. You've had too much sugar. Without even looking up, honestly, than just bearing it all here, how much sugar we should really be having. I didn't want to know because I knew we were having too much. It's just so admission time. And so it said on there, kids should have 12 grams of sugar. And I was like, oh no, no, that's, way lower than what we've been doing, even though I always say you can't have too much sugar. So my eight year old and I went through yesterday morning, we spent about 10 minutes, we wrote down all the cereal and the instant oatmeal and all the things that we know are sweetened. And we discovered that we did this yesterday morning. The day before then she had had and this is very conservative. Okay, this is only what we knew she had Mm -hmm. 105 grams of sugar. And that is from a family where we watch sweets right? We thought we were watching sweets, 105 grams. She should have 12. And she felt really bad. And I said, no, no, no. Okay. You're not going to get upset, but the sugar is causing diseases. We know it's causing diseases. We know it's making us sicker. I need to cut my sugar. I said, so instead of even trying to get you to 12, right now, we're going to try to get you to 20. Mm -hmm. So we we put a thing on the fridge and I'm like, and I'm not going to tell you anymore. You can't have this because it's got sugar. You're going to look at our chart and you're going to add it up and you're going to. And so she made great choices yesterday. Um, And so I just want to encourage you if you're listening and you want to make these changes, it is too much to make every change all at the same time. It really is. But one thing like that, and then your kids can help. And they can like explain to them why, right? Not just mm-hmm. they were stopping sugar, you know, not that, mm-hmm. but, you know, and do the researcher look at what Bree's done because she shows you like all different things and what it's affecting. Anyway, that's my personal mom.com story <laughs> and why I encourage you to go check it out because, you know, there's, and there's so many different articles, you mm-hmm. know, so I just chose the one we were going to act on and um, we are literally going to go back there like once a week and we're going to choose one more article and we're going to act on that thing in our life because you've laid it out so easily for people to do that. And Aww, so clearly why we should make the change. Yeah. And um, which is why you're here because you do that in a brilliant way. But um, yeah. anyway, I had to share my story. That's so, so awesome. That's, so really, what,
1: that's really great to hear. And that I mean, that's why I do this because I just love hearing things like that and that is the sneaky thing about sugar by the way is it's hidden in everything in things that you would not even think it's in it's in there so yeah most of us are consuming way too much sugar
0: yeah my husband loves lemonade and um he gets it from Costco he gets this organic lemonade he's like it's healthy because it's organic and i'm like <laughs> it's not healthy because it's sugar water with some you know and um, so we were going through that yesterday and my poor daughter was very disturbed because uh. she found out she, if she has a half a glass of lemonade, that's her sugar for the whole day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then there's a, something that Bree put on there too. If you, there are new food labels coming out, which I had heard of, but I hadn't seen it yet. And you've got that on your website too. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go look at that, because it's going to show you what added sugar is in, because like fruit has obviously sugar, but things that are made with fruit, they also add sugar to yep. make it sweeter, even though they don't always have to. Um, but we Americans like our sugar. We do. So. And,
1: and food manufacturers know that that's why they, that's why they add it to everything. I remember um, a couple years ago, I wanted to make something that had green enchilada sauce in it. And I went to my local health food store. And I could not find a green enchilada sauce without sugar in it. And I thought, that is so weird. Who wants sugar in their enchilada sauce?
0: So, right. That is really yeah, weird. I ended up
1: having to buy a green salsa, but
0: <laughs> oh, wait. I just oh.
1: thought it was weird.
0: Yeah, and another thing too. And I'm I'm looking uh, something up on my phone while we talk because another part of of label reading, which is something we've always done, because my kids can't have food dyes because yellow Mm -hmm. and red food dyes Mm -hmm. affect them. And we have fought and fought and fought. Like I said, you know, my old my, my oldest one with the food dye problem is 24, and for 23 years, people have told me that I'm making this stuff up about color. And I told them if it has a number, they know it causes cancer. That's why it's on the label with a number. Um, and so that's something for people to know. Like, And they, they've they been filling our kids' food with these things. Mm-hmm. And um, it really causes hyperactivity, which is why you see like Code Red. You know, they had Mountain Dew, Code Red, or whatever, because mm-hmm. they know that. But, um, but my daughter went, and I thought you'd be interested. And I just wanted to share this with everybody listening, um, because to me, the food dyes are important. And you can go over a little bit more what they do, but my daughter was in Trinidad and Tobago and she bought a lime cordial and she, she texted, she took a picture of the ingredients and she texted it to me and she said, and this is my, my oldest with the food color problem. Line six of the ingredients says of the coloring may have adverse effects on the activity and attention of children. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, and now they're finally starting to take it out of things in America. But, um, but that's another, and that's a big quick thing. Mm-hmm. People that they can right now, you, anything that's got a, an, I know, I know about the number you might know about more things, but if you're it's like red 40, yellow five and six, all those colors. If you can stop buying your kids foods mm-hmm. with those numbers, even if you don't see a difference, which you might, if they are very active, mm-hmm. you'd see a difference within a couple of days. Um, but are there other things about colors that I don't, that I've not heard about either or?
1: I mean, you hit the nail on the head, they're 100% linked to, um, you know, things like, quote unquote, ADD, ADHD, the hyperactivity, for sure. Um, And I think part of it is because like, for example, I know that the blue dye is a derivative of coal tar. And it is like the same dye that is used for our blue jeans and we're eating that stuff. So, I mean, if you just think you're, you're eating dye, I mean, we're not, we're not meant to have that in our bodies. So is it really any wonder why it has adverse effects? You know?
0: you know, what's sad is that since my kids can't have yellow and red, I will occasionally let them have blue because it's the one thing. <laughs> and so, and so I, you know, like I didn't even want to know what the bad thing was. about. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and, and it's amazing because people might think, oh, well, you know, it's just a little bit,
1: I've had people tell me the same thing. Well, I don't eat that stuff that often. And, you know, that's great. But then you're you're eating that kind of stuff. You're putting the toxin-filled lotion on your body. You're using the toxin-filled air freshener. Your, um, you know, cookware might be toxic too. And all this stuff, you know, accumulates in our body. It's a cumulative effect. And that's kind of the hard thing is that we don't really realize how many toxins we're coming into contact with, you know, not to mention the stuff that's outside that we don't have a hundred percent control over. Um, so my thing is whatever you can eliminate is better. You know, it's going to be better for your health. It's going to be better for your body. It's going to help your body to actually detox and function how it should.
0: That's yeah, that's so good. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, and a lot of the symptoms that you were saying are things that so many of us with chronic illness, we feel those things and the doctors are like, "Ah, we don't know why you have those symptoms, right? Those don't really go with the disease that you have or the diseases that you have, but you've just explained it. So, and you had said twice now, you've mentioned cookware. What kind of things should people watch out for with their cookware?
1: Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but anything that is nonstick is
0: toxic. Right, because um, those little chips that come off of, those mm-hmm. non-tox- off of those non-stick things, they end up in our food, mm-hmm. and then we they eat They end them. up in our
1: food, and then they end up releasing the chemicals that coat the pan into our food. Um, so we use cast iron, um, which I was kind of scared to use at first, because... Um, Well, I was misusing cast iron to begin with and I was washing it with soap and water every time and things would stick to it. And, you know, I thought it was like a pain to cook with, but now that I know how to treat my cast iron, it's, I mean, it functions just as well as a nonstick and it's not toxic. So, um, yeah, anything that's nonstick is not good for us.
0: Okay. So what about, um, like if you're boiling water or something, do you don't do that? Do you do that in cast iron too, or? Do you have a like a different?
1: No, um, I don't really boil water too much. (laughs) Oh really? Uh, uh. Okay. Um, I mean, if I'm boiling water for like tea or something, I actually have like a glass um, teapot that I boil water in. That.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, and along the lines of vessels, (laughs) um, water water is so big right now. Right. And so now a lot of people have heard like those throwaway water bottles are bad for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. And so people are buying the water bottles that they carry around that are plastic. Um, How are those?
1: Not good. Nothing, absolutely nothing that is plastic is good for us. Even if it says BPA free, um, what they do is they use a different chemical in that same family. So it's either BPS or BPF, Um, And those are really, really new chemicals. So there's not much research on how it's affecting our bodies, but the new, you know, newest studies coming out are showing that they're actually worse than BPA. Um, You know, not to mention how I, how I, um, kind of mentioned earlier, you know, in our skincare products, there's parabens and phthalates. Those are also in plastics. So, I mean, um, I use glass water bottles. And, um, you know, even for my daughter who's six and they have those really, those bottles with like the silicone sleeve on it. Right. So they're really hard to break.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: what's the what, thing I hear from parents?
0: Yeah. What about stainless steel?
1: Um, I have some stainless steel. I think it depends on the person. It depends on the manufacturer, but some of those stainless steel bottles can actually have lead in them. Um, so I would just say, do your research. Even, you know, if you email the company, they should be able to provide you with some kind of test results showing that their product doesn't contain any lead. Um, and if you don't want to take the time to do that, then just buy glass.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've seen those really neat. So, cause we have all stainless. So, and they're expensive, you know, so my six and eight year olds, they each have one cup. We just call it their special cup. And that's, a, you know, we just, they have water in it all the time. And that's what we mm-hmm. do. Um, but yeah, I've seen those glass things. I drop things in my hand randomly. Let's go. So for me, even if it had the thing, you know, um, But see, I didn't know about emailing the stainless people. So that's, that's a good thing too. Yeah. Awesome.
1: I know it can be overwhelming. um, You know, as we're going through all these things, I know it can be overwhelming to hear, you know, Oh, well I use, you know, my makeup has fragrance in it. So that's toxic. And I have these candles that have fragrance in it. So they're toxic and I have nonstick cookware and I have those plastic water bottles. So don't, you know, don't get overwhelmed. Um, You know, as we mentioned take baby steps Um, just one thing at a time. And each little step you take has significant um, results as far as eliminating toxins from your life. So one thing at a time,
0: this is just knowledge <laughs> right well and it, it, let's say it's something you know we're like well i you know we have all these plastic cups okay great so then as they break or mm-hmm. get lost or whatever then replace them with other things so this isn't yeah. like you need to go out today and spend ten thousand dollars or you're making your family <laughs> sick this isn't that right because yeah, it it exactly. is it is what it's always been and that's Okay, but as you move forward, it's just good to know. So when you are out buying a new pan or whatever, mm-hmm. then you you know now you have the knowledge. Like if you're trying to make a decision which one's better, well you know health wise which one's better or yeah. you know if you things like that. So yeah, it's not and it's not trying to make anybody feel guilty or bad either because no. I think that's a big thing, like this whole echo guilt thing, right? I mean you know, I feel bad for throwing things in the trash. I feel bad, you know, when I don't recycle right. And, you know, like here we don't have glass and like there's all these different things that can make us feel guilty. And we need to just stop with the guilt and just know that starting this moment, you're going to do the best you can. And if that means your kid cuts out one candy bar a day or, um, you know, or you're looking at the label, even if you're not making a change, if you're looking at the label and noticing, oh, so that's what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just a small thing because yeah. it is It is totally overwhelming. And right. there's yeah. not a point in the world we live in, unless you're like living in the jungle foraging, there is not any point at which you're completely toxin-free because yeah. everything's got stuff. So you don't need to feel you know, like you're ruining your family because right. something has something in it because... We're all just doing the best we can. But if you want to make the changes, com is an awesome place to go and learn. And it realistically, you know, because you can hear her talking. It's not like a doom and gloom thing, right? It's, but, but she has seen the changes in her own life and she can help you make the changes. And then do you work with people too if they want to work with you?
1: Yes, um, I do. I have a couple different options to work one on one with people. Um, either where we can do just a two hour kind of go through your stuff and, um, you know, I point out what's bad about it and what you can use instead. And of course, that can be done over Skype or FaceTime or a regular phone call. Um, I do a three month one on one program where that's, of course, a little more in depth um and then i also have a couple digital programs so um those are options too if uh you know if you don't have the time to do the one on one but you still want this information the one on one is good if you need more um you know hand holding and uh and more motivation really okay so yeah that's, that's all on the website
0: Okay. And then I'll have, um, it, like she said, you can find it on the website and also in the show notes. I'll have links. You can just go there and click. Um, so any app where you're listening to the podcast, you can find the show notes and yeah, we'll have the links there too. Very so you good. can get right to her and, um, yeah, see what she's got going on. Cause it's, it is really fascinating and it's, it's so good to know that, you know, because there's so many of these symptoms that we've got, I Mm -hmm. think most people listening have got more than one symptom, you know, and there are some things like diabetes, obviously, you need to take your medicine and, you know, keep your blood sugar. Um, But there are so many things we can do that affect how we feel and even our diseases, right. And so Mm -hmm. if you can try to follow along, just baby step it one piece at a time, you can feel better and ease some of these symptoms too.
1: Yeah, most of um, our negative health symptoms, whether it's just something, you know, kind of is just irritating, like brain fog and fatigue, or if it's something that you're on medication for, um, you know, most of that stuff is preventable and or reversible to some degree. Of course, like you mentioned, some of it you'd have to, you know, work with your doctor on. But so that's also the beauty of this is that we don't have to be sick.
0: Yeah. And how great is that? So going back to the very beginning, when you decided, okay, I'm going to make this change and I'm getting rid of all of my cleaners. Mm -hmm. Health-wise, what are some of the first things that you noticed when you did that? Do you remember what they were?
1: Um, I mean, probably my headaches were way less frequent. Um, you know, definitely when I was cleaning, I wasn't getting that lightheaded, um, overwhelming chemical smell. Um, but I mean, probably the headaches. I think that, you know, the fragrance and the chemicals definitely were a huge trigger for my headaches.
0: Okay. Yeah, It's interesting when I get really sick and I, I go into the hospital because I have a hard time breathing, my lungs will burn. And the way I explain it to the doctors is, you know, when you're cleaning a room with bleach and your lungs <laughs> burn and they all look, to, look at me and they're like, why do you have that much bleach? But I feel like most women know that feeling. Yeah. You know, yeah, and obviously
1: bleach with clean.
0: I don't, I don't clean with bleach anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, And in fact, I have to leave my house. I have somebody come in once a month and she cleans and I can't even be here. Here. and she uses pretty low whatever things um, and we just use vinegar that's all we use when I'm home okay. um but but like the deep cleaning stuff I just yeah I'm just I'm not even around but um but we still don't use bleach even because we we just yeah the breathing I need yeah. to the breathing going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Awesome. Well, thank you so much. So I have to ask, what would be, if you had one piece of advice to give a mom with chronic illness, what would your one piece of advice be?
1: Just start, start somewhere um, and start, you know, research. You have to be your own best advocate. You have to be your family's own best advocate. And really you can only do that if you have the knowledge. Um, So start researching and, just one thing at a time. Get that junk out of your out of your life.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay. And what is your superpower?
1: What is my superpower? Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. Okay. So
0: while you're thinking, I'll say because my thing is we need it. Like Supermom needs to be over, right? The Superwoman. But each of us does have at least one superpower. Like one thing that we excel at.
1: What's your superpower?
0: Oh, well, that's a good question. Nobody, uh, nobody asks me that question. Oh, um, well, that's a good question. What is my superpower? Um, I don't know, like, um, I'm trying to think of the word See, brain frog, right? I can't think right. of the word. Um, my quest for knowledge. Mm. I have this quest for knowledge that drives me. And like, I love researching things. I love talking to people like you and like learning about new things. And then with Mm -hmm. the podcast, I get to share that with the world. So I think, I mean, that's, it's a little intense. Sometimes I have books (laughs) everywhere and I'm, I'm constantly, um, that is my relaxing time is researching things. So
1: I'm the same. I love reading. I love research. Um, I would say my superpower is probably keeping just my family on track with the healthy lifestyle. Um, My, you know, my husband's really good at the fitness part. And although I know exercise is necessary for healthy living, it's still not my favorite thing to do. So he's good at keeping us on track with fitness. And uh, my superpower is keeping us on track with, with the healthy foods.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. And you're very good at it and you're very good at, at, um, explaining it to other people, Thank you, which is really good. So, well, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here and, um, I can't wait to delve deeper into the website and learn more things I can fix. So
1: thank you so much for having
0: me. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Well, thanks again, Brie. I so appreciate you being here today. As you can tell, I am very passionate about the subject. I'm sorry, I talked over Brie a little bit, which is not something you're supposed to do when you interview somebody. I just get so excited. And I have been preaching about the food dyes and all that stuff for so long. And everybody used to just think I was nuts. So if your child exhibits like hyper kind of behavior. I'm not saying they don't need medicine. I'm not saying they don't have a diagnosis. But I will tell you this, with three of my children, things that seemed like ADHD were all completely cured by just eliminating food dyes. Now I've got another child. It's not the same thing. But hey, if you can cut the dyes for four or five days, and it changes their world, I think that's totally worth it. So that's my tidbit for the day. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you'd shoot me an email, jen at thesickmomsguide.com. I read and answer every one of them. So love hearing from you. And if you like this episode and the podcast, please subscribe. That way you'll get the new episode every week when they come out on Wednesday. Our episode today was sponsored by the book, The Sick Mom's Guide to Having Fun Again, If I Can Do It, You Can Too, available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble online. Our song is A New Day by Scott Holmes. Thank you again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you next week.